Welcome to Quill Sword Blogcast. Systemic racism is in only one system. Elitism. Racism. Idiotically hating someone for their skin color. Systemic racism. Idiotically listening to someone with an Ivy League degree. Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Somehow none of us believed Vinkman was predicting the future when he was ranting in Ghostbusters. But here we are. Comically, Orwellian didn't seem like it would ever be a thing back in ancient times. You know, the 1980s. Has anyone else noticed that any time rationality gets in the way, some leftist with a freshly minted Ivy League degree redefines the terms so that up is down, left is right, and dogs and cats really are living together? The array of redefined terms is dizzying. Racism can only occur from power. This was always a stupid definition. But it has become comical. Who has the power? Well, it ain't a bunch of soccer moms. It's not a bunch of factory workers. It's not the regular folks that keep on keeping on. It's the Ivy League elite. Okay, to be fair, there are a lot of East Coast liberal elitists who didn't get to go to Ivy League schools. Just none of them admit it. Nor are they the only elitists in the USA, but they are the easiest to point to, so I'm a pointing. I'm a Southerner, born and bred. Grew up in Montgomery, Alabama, and I've lived in several parts of South and Central Alabama over the years. I worked as an STD rep for the health department for 18 years all over the state. I've met a few folks. Quite a few of them happen to be black. Here's what I learned. Black folks are perfectly capable of speaking for themselves every day, any day, and 24 hours a day. White liberals speaking for oppressed people is the most insanely patronizing, infantilizing, and stupid thing ever. First off, who the heck do these people think they are? If you think others need a chance to speak, fine. Give them your microphone. But to speak on behalf of other competent adults is the height of arrogant presumption. Some liberal elitist has nothing to offer. They can't tell the stories of those who have actually lived that life. They can only parrot those stories. Sure, there are limited times when a repeat is the best you can get. But with 12% of 330 million folks actually being black, I see no reason why they should settle for some self-imported twit speaking for them. Frankly, most folks I know speak for themselves just fine. Second, co-opting the suffering of others to promote your own political power might not be evil, but it sure is close. This whole power by victimhood thing is bizarre, but it's certainly real enough. So some white liberal Ivy League grad who has never had to budget for money, grocery money is left out of the hierarchy, right? Well, what's a good elitist to do? Why, take over some other poor group's victimhood in the name of speaking for them. Before long, that poor sod is in the back of the line, and the Ivy League grad is raking in five figures speaking for them. Sound cynical? You haven't been paying attention to the news lately, huh? Victimhood has become a form of armor. Any criticism, no matter how well-deserved, is further victimization. The more oppressed you are, the more prestigious. And perpetuating the whole mess? Ivy League professors creating a veil of legitimacy 
for the destruction of society. The worst part isn't the cancelled. They often find like-minded folks in the process. No, the worst part is the machine needs victims to fuel it. There can be no resolution. Nothing can get fixed. No one's life gets improved. If you fix anything, you destroy the source of their power. Can't have that, now can we? In 2008, the United States elected a black man to the highest office in the land and made him the most powerful man on earth. It's a bit awkward. After all, racism is a great source of victimhood. The elitists need the U.S. to be racist. If the U.S. isn't racist, then where will they get enough oppression to fight against? Well, that will never do. If the U.S. won't be all racist anymore, we'll just have to make it racist. Intersystemic racism. No real racism? No problem. We'll just say it's baked into the system. Black kid can't do math? Well, it's racist to expect him to. Never mind that the schools he's stuck in are utter garbage and his parents can't get him into anything better because Democrats block any and all attempts at school choice. School choice is racist, don't you know? That's the insipid real racism. Leaving kids in crappy schools while fighting for more money that never seems to get spent on the students. Expecting no better from people is patronizing. Leaving black neighborhoods ravaged by drugs and violence while holding meaningless vigils and raising even more money that never gets spent in those neighborhoods. It's the ultimate grift. Campaign for people you never get around to helping. If that's not what racism is, what is?